everybody. So we are so excited today. This is the Hallmarkies podcast and we are here for our uh, third Christmas, uh, Countdown to Christmas uh, coverage uh, this year. And this is our second week of multiple movies. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed last week. We covered uh, three movies with Elisa from Best Forever's podcast. It was really fun. One of my favorites. We really enjoyed it. So today we are very excited to cover three more movies. And I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and our very good friend George is here. Hi. Yay, it's Georgia. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Now, you might think because George is here that this is actually for a Good Witch Christmas, but it's not. Because there is no such thing. Yeah, and there should be. That would be really fun. There, there was one. Yeah, the Good Witch's gift, but yeah. we want a new one with yeah. Sam. Please, that would with be awesome. Show. Exactly. <laughs> and George wants one with Nick. Yeah. <laughs> We're covering three movies uh, this week. We have It's Christmas Eve, Christmas in Love, and A Veteran's Christmas. That was the order of the airing. And that includes one, on, The Veteran's Christmas was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. The other two are on Hallmark Channel. It's Christmas Eve uh, stars Leanne Rimes, uh, Sabrina, and Tyler Hines, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's about this superintendent who uh, comes into town. She's like a traveling superintendent, which I didn't know was the thing, but anyway, and uh, she is gonna cut all of the uh, arts, performing arts, at the school. And uh, Tyler Hines is a teacher. He's a single dad super cute and uh he has a yeah he's a daughter and uh and they of course sort of face off <laughs> at first and then they decide pretty early on to have this benefit concert to raise money to support the arts at the school and so that becomes kind of this the majority of the movie is kind of spent on planning this big concert and so what overall did you think about this uh this movie amber um, overall, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I thought Leanne Rhimes did a great job, and I was really worried. She was the big question mark for me, because I guess I haven't really seen her act other than, like, her 10 seconds in Coyote Ugly, um, which wasn't acting. It was just performing. Let's be right, real. Right, yeah. Um, but, no, I really, I really enjoyed it a lot. Tyler mm -hmm. Hines, he's, like, working his way up in the polls, I'm telling you. Yeah. I know. He is just so hunky. I am just such a fan. I, yeah, I agree. And he's, the, his kissing scenes are, are really good. <laughs> he's really good. Off, Rachel. So, uh, yeah, we will talk about that more. But, um, Georgia, what did you think? Um, I'm, I guess I'm with Amber. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but to be completely honest, I had really low expectations for it because I'm just, I'm not a country music fan, like in any sense of anything. So I was like, oh, four new songs and it's going to be so focused on the music. And, um, I enjoyed the story. I thought it was, it was more original than I was expecting it to be. Um, and yeah, Tyler Hines, fantastic. Not in like, I don't like in the way Rachel likes it. But I really, he's very, very good, very convincing. Uh, he's super likable. And yeah, I bought him as a single dad. I bought him as the musician, everything. Um, Leanne Rhymes, I, I just, I have a hard time seeing her outside of just Leanne Rhymes personally. But that could be because I accidentally saw her in concert last year at our fair. And so I'm like, oh, look, like I've seen her live. And then she's on a Hallmark movie. And I'm just like, oh, it's Leanne Rhymes. Like, I, I don't think of her as a character but she was mm -hmm. fine i mean I it's kind of hard to be yeah. tyler hines but you know it's fine i can understand that so yeah. let's i thought it was great i absolutely loved it i thought it was super swoon worthy and i thought she actually did really good with the emotional moments which i wasn't expecting i thought i was impressed and i liked the i thought tracy and dream is the true star of this movie i thought the script was really pretty good and I like the whole sort of meta approach of like, oh, there's the meet cute. And then like at the end of them having their meet cute was so adorable. I loved that. And yeah. I don't know. I just thought the writing was really good. So yeah, I yeah. thought it was well crafted. Um, 
And like I said, I like I said, I thought Leanne Drimes did a good job. I will say that um, this movie got off to a rocky start for me because I thought the font and the color choices they made on the title card were horrendous. <laughs> and if you don't remember it, go to our podcast and we have that picture up and you'll be like, what are they doing? Yeah, anyway. you can't even read it. Like it's <laughs> like it's you can't it's like brown on brown. Like you can't read it. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's actually green and red on a landscape, but it's it's terrible. It looks brown. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, so yeah, so we first get to meet we meet Tyler, his character, and then we get to meet his daughter, and she was adorable. I thought she was great, and I loved her hair. I had massive hair envy the entire movie, and I just thought she is it Eden. Uh, Eden Summer Gilmore is her name, and I just, I thought, I mean, Hallmark almost always has adorable children, but I thought she, she was great, personally. Yeah, she did, and she had a very nice voice, and one thing I will say that I super appreciated about this movie is all the people who sang, just kind of sang the songs straight and weren't like, I'm the best at singing ever. They just let the song shine, and therefore they sounded better than normal. Boom. I, yeah, I agree. And I was surprised how much other people sang aside yeah. from Leanne. Mm -hmm. I, you know, that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, it starts out with this, like I said, this meta moment of them watching this couple spill coffee on each other uh, or drink or whatever. And, and he uh, says, they bumped into each other spilling coffee. Classic meet cute. And that was fun, I thought. Yeah. What do you think, Georgia? Did you like that kind of meta? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was creative for sure. You know, mm -hmm. the fact that it wasn't, thank God, it wasn't one of them spilling coffee on the other one because it's just, that's predictable. You know, it's nice to have something a little fresh. A little like, oh, huh, I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. She was very good at being cynical. I, I bought her as the more, more serious actress, you know? And so the fact that she was like, huh, okay, meet cute, whatever. You know, and he's, he knows all about it because he's a movie buff and he's all romantic. Aww. He's a movie buff and he got his movie buffness from his father, which I just love that idea of like passing it down. Because <laughs> <laughs> my parents don't like movies really at all. So this oh. is exciting. I can pass like, on. That's why I like movies. <laughs> it came from my mother, come from my grandmother, from my grand grandmother. It gives a girl hope right <laughs> like all of the people in our family are big movie nerds and trivia nerds yeah that's really cool yeah really i just thought all the interactions between tyler and eden were really cute i like when they were making the salad and he like yeah. holds up that carrot you know, and that was really cute <laughs> yeah he, he was so great with her they they had such a good father-daughter chemistry i really liked it yeah yeah and we Georgia, got did you have any feelings on that matter? Uh, I liked it. I, said, I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of feelings about the movie in general. Hmm. Um I did he was my favorite part of it for sure. So yeah, he was he was very likable and believable as a single dad. And I liked that it was they were divorced. It didn't have to be like a horribly tragic, you know, his yeah. wife had died thing it's like no i have her during the school year and then she spends summers with her mom and oh okay that makes sense that's reasonable and a healthy thing a band previously called bingo jones what do you think of that as a name it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really funny <laughs> not ridiculous or anything who's in a grunge band was that is that what they said? That's what they said. Like, oh, like your grunge days or whatever. And I'm like, you could have had him be in a like just set a rock band, which I think they did in the beginning. Honestly, I'm trying to look at him as a, a grunge musician, <laughs> and I had the hardest time because I'm like, um, I am a hundred percent on board with that, and I wish they had shown us a picture of him. Yeah. All I wish we'd got yes, a picture for sure. Yeah, be like the Nirvana of Homer Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, I wish. In truth, I think that that would be where, uh, where he'd probably land because he's a super chill guy. If you ever, uh, <laughs> he's very, very chill. Uh, super, super charming though. Mm -hmm. uh, so then you have her mother kind of pushing her into, uh, into, into getting to know him better. She's like, 
you gotta go be neighborly and kind of thing, which I thought they were cute. They're, her parenting with John was really well done. I, I don't know. I thought it was very sweet when she's like teaching him how to play the guitar so he can do his song. I, I was, I thought it worked. I don't know. What do you think, Amber? Yeah, I thought the John stuff was really sweet. I, I liked that they went through, like, I acknowledge that I had a dad and this is kind of my weird stepdad that I'm, it's not like I've like grown with him, but like they have a nice relationship. I like how they acknowledge that it could be awkward, but it's not. And then the scene where he plays for her with the guitar and it's all the more candles than Jack from When Calls the Heart could ever have dreamed of. It was, it was so sweet. And he was like, oh, should I change my tie to the green tie? And I was like, stop being so cute. Yeah, it really was. It was adorable. But were those candles a little bit of an odd choice for you guys, considering he's a firefighter? <laughs> well, That's if fair. you, if you look at the stills, they are all fake candles. They are fake. Yeah, I would figure, <laughs> but it's just a little bit of an odd you know, that was probably, you know, the sweetest part. It was so pretty. Everything was so pretty. The lights, the candles, everything. I think John was probably my favorite part of the movie because he was just so, so genuine and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they'd only been married for like four years, whatever, you know, it is like you said, it's not like they had grown together and stuff. It was just, it was very, uh, I think it could be relatable for a lot of people. And it was just, it was very sweet. Well, and the fact that this relationship with between, uh, Eve and John was just because she'd been gone. She had, I mean, she might have just been there for the wedding or something for all we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, it felt, you felt that sort of newness and that uh, it was really, it was really well done. Very nice. Um, so then they basically get into big uh, event planning mode. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they do have some hot cocoa at a certain point and <laughs> They do say, I don't trust anyone who doesn't like marshmallows, <laughs> which both of you don't like marshmallows. What's wrong? Yes. Yeah. Cause marshmallows are kind of gross, Rachel. They're just edible glue. It doesn't even have any flavor. It's just like, I don't know. It's they're just so sweet. sweet. Oh my God. Rachel, no, they're so sweet. And they're all, they're like glue. They're like sugary glue. That they're you're they're supposed literally to have. just sugar. Yeah. yeah. But like but in a gross get, texture. When yeah. they get toasted. Then it's yummy. It's like, do you toast your marshmallows before you put it in hot chocolate, Rachel? <laughs> no, but I still do like it. It's just like, it's yummy. I'm not <laughs> trying to bully us into liking things. <laughs> I'm not bullying you. I just thought it was funny that I'd end up on a podcast where they had that quote with two people. <laughs> that was funny. And it's such a divisive thing. People either love them or hate them. And I'm like, eh, but, you know, I try to like them and I just can't stand them outdoor movie and they're watching Christmas Carol which is like my dream activity I love Christmas Carol and this one if anybody out there knows what version of Christmas Carol this is please tell me because I thought I'd seen every black and white version uh but I didn't recognize this one and so if you know or if you're listening and you made this choice and you're part of the team please uh, you know let us know or put it on Twitter or whatever I'm very curious to know what version this is, but that sounds like such a fun activity to me. We had the concert, uh, and uh, I, like I said, I liked that you had a number of people that were performing. He gets this, Giles gets this uh, kind of GoFundMe kind of thing going on online, and uh, they have this tree lighting ceremony and the concert, and I really liked uh, uh, Dwayne um, Snodgrass. Is that what Snodgrass? Yeah. I hope his last name was Snodgrass because that's a choice name. Yeah, it was really good. But it was like, well, what is he going to sing? And then he sings Silent Night and he did a great job and it was really cute. And uh, and then you have the, they have like a little hug and then uh, Eden's a little bit scared to go and sing. So they have a cute moment and they end up singing the song together on stage, which I thought was really sweet. Uh, and she just said, you're not singing to the whole crowd. You're singing to me. That was, I mean, I would probably be more nervous singing in front of my right? but, uh, <laughs> but it was still really cute. Yeah, it was cute. And she did, they did a nice job and see the performance was very pared down. Although I will critique and say if you were in the audience and all you saw was two people staring 
directly 90 degrees at each other, not looking at the audience at all or cheating mm -hmm. out, it would be really weird and awkward. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it was fine for the movie, but as an audience in that fictional town, I would have been like, this is weird. Yeah, that's true. And was it supposed to be a small town or just like a regular sized town? Like, um, I don't know. I mean, I got the impression that it was like a, I don't know, middle sized town. Like the town that I grew up in had like, I think like seven to 10,000 people. And I felt like it's that kind of like, not one of these like places, but only like 300 people or something. It's not like super small, but yeah. like. Yeah, I, that's the just question. Did it say, I don't know if $162,000 seemed like a lot to raise. Well, they were, it was for all the 10 yeah. schools in that district and okay. each. And this is why it was so smart was because they were like, you could choose what you support. Yeah. So on there, there was probably like each school had a section and then each school underneath that had like an arts department, a tech department, a blah, 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 blah. So people could donate to whichever individual okay. thing they wanted to support, which is why it was a little bit different than just a GoFundMe or a regular fundraiser because of the online aspect of it, where it went to specific things. Yeah. And I'm sure Mr. Principal over at Deck the Hallmark, Dan, is going to say there's no way you could support all that in without amount of money. But I, I thought that I, I, I feel like it's just the beginning and there's going to be multiple concerts and multiple yeah. things. And it's just sort of the beginning of a program in a way. So I, I feel like they're going to be okay. That's what I thought they were talking about when they said, I must have missed the part where that's what people were donating for at that moment. Cause I was like, oh, okay, that's what it's going to be from now on, which seems like a smart idea. So yeah. that makes no. sense. Yeah, I agree with you. So she, she goes home and she sees presents, uh, a present there, and it has two letters, one from uh, from the daughter, uh, Abby, that's her name, Abby, Merry Christmas Eve, and then a letter from Liam, that was his name, <laughs> and it says, Eve, I'm sorry I didn't get to meet your dad. If he's anything like you, he must have been wonderful. I only hope this would have made him proud. And thank you for encouraging me to write again and being in my corner. Like, I thought that was a really sweet, uh, sweet letter. And, you know, I'm always a big fan of sort of a romantic letter in these movies. It was really cute. And, and then he, he has, because the, the song from her dad wasn't like finished. And so then he finished it and had it in there and it was so sweet and so tender i thought and uh, so yeah did you like that amber yeah it was so like it was so nice yeah. and i don't know it was could you it couldn't be cuter the end of this movie was so adorable oh so adorable and when she starts singing her dad's song and she's like get, getting emotional i she did a good job i she got me i was i, I was tearing up I thought she did a really good job. And so she then goes next door and she's like, I can't believe that you did that. I'm so touched and I'm not going to take the job in San Diego, I think, or San, uh, anyway. San Diego, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And, <laughs> and so they, uh, so she says, do you, do you have hot liquid in that? <laughs> that cup which was very thoughtful to ask <laughs> um, she's like i love you <laughs> so cute and uh so then she dumps the water on him or whatever it was and <laughs> and that's their me cute it was so adorable i was like yes way to go tracy you did such a good job writing that scene it was so good and then he goes and uh puts down the cup and then he's like finally i was like oh <laughs> yeah and like i want to say this i'm not a fan of kissing right i think it's mostly awkward and weird and i don't like watching other people do it uh -huh. um but i didn't mind this scene yeah because tyler hines knows what he's doing <laughs> and he does <laughs> and he was like a man and he <laughs> in control yeah. and i was like dang <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i agree so yeah, oh it was the best. I loved it. 
And I don't know, I just didn't have a whole lot of flaws with this. Like, I always feel like you have to judge something for what it's trying to be. Uh, this is not trying to be an Oscar winner. It's trying to be a fun holiday movie uh, romance. And it, it did a really good job of that. Uh, how many crowns do you give this, Amber? Um, so I am giving this 4.4 4 crowns. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, I'm just about... it like zero crowns, but I don't care. I'm happy with what I gave it. Georgia, how many crowns do you give it? I want to give it more. I just, I was, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not one that I was like, oh, I want to buy this movie. But the ending made it like everything that la literally the last minute was just, I mean, I'm not going to talk about, you know, like Amber did, but I agree with everything you guys said <laughs> a lot with what Amber said. Um, because of that and because of Tech Dad Brad, uh -huh. 3.5. Okay, but don't well, let us bully you into getting a higher score. No, 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 no. I mean, it was like, I was like, okay, three. I'll stick with three. But then I, you know, the ending and and then Tech Dad Brad. Tech Dad Brad really gave it another yeah. half crown. It would have been a solid three, but like two of them would have been that, just the last minute of it because of that. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it is what it is. I'd watch it again for those reasons. So. Cool, great. Okay, so I'm going to give it a 4.75. Yeah, I didn't like it quite as much as Road to Christmas, which I just thought was so great. And like it took, Road to Christmas, I think it takes a little bit more risk. And so I give it a little bit of an edge uh, than this, but I still really loved it. I have it at number seven in my ranking. Let's talk about A Veteran's Christmas. So this was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And this stars uh, Eloise Mumford, and Sean Ferris from Christmas with Holly. Really the story of this one is you have a, a, a veteran that is coming off of her duty in Afghanistan, third tour, I think they said. And uh, she uh, had to say goodbye to this dog who is still serving in uh, as a military dog. She's a Marine. And that's like a real thing that's happened. That I've heard a number of stories of, of people that kind of had to leave their dog, their military dogs that they could grown to really depend on. And uh, she ends up getting in this accident and outside the small town and right in front of the house of this uh, hunky judge, Joe. <laughs> and uh, they invite her to church and they welcome her and uh, everything's just very, very, very sweet. And she, uh, yeah, it's pretty simple. That's basically the story. <laughs> So, Amber, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? Um, I really loved this. Oh, yay. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure I know. what you think. Um, I, <laughs> I thought they had great chemistry, which isn't surprising because they had good chemistry in Christmas with Holly. Um, I thought they were, I thought it was really sweet. I, you know, I, there was, it was predictable and whatever, but I didn't care because I think they nailed all of it. And I just liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, awesome. Great. And uh, Georgia, what did you think? I love it. I did not expect to love it. And I love it so much. And I, I just have like so many, so many feelings about it. Seriously. Because I love Christmas with Holly. I love them together. And I, was, I saw the commercials and I was like, oh no, she misses her dog. I'm going to cry the whole time. But it was so good. And the, oh, we have to talk about the ending because the ending just got me. And it was so... I loved it. It mm -hmm. was very simple and very sweet and they didn't try to do too much with it, which I think was really nice. They just, mm -hmm. they just told a story that was really sweet. Yeah. It felt to me a lot like an old school Hallmark movie. It, it really did remind me of the Christmas card a little bit. Um, some of those older movies where I feel like they weren't trying to be sort of modern and, you know, about career women or whatever that they were just a I don't know. It felt nostalgic to me yeah. <laughs> about it. And I, I don't know, this is a movie I would never recommend it to somebody who's not a Hallmark fan. Like this is a movie that people could tear up super easily. And it's, it is, they lay on the sappy moments and the cheesy dialogue and the group oh, hugs and the, <laughs> and, uh, this is, I don't know. To me, this is a movie that is is made for Hallmark 
Hallmark fans, you know, that, <laughs> and, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't have a problem if people make movies for a particular audience and, you know, they should have a couple that are just for people who have watched all these movies and are just super nostalgic and sweet. And the fact that it was airing on veterans on or the day before veterans day was made it even more. Like, I mean, it was actual veterans. Yeah, day. it was. That's what I thought. The, but like Monday was veterans day observed. Right. Right. Uh, that made it even more great. I think more sappy. Uh, it is so terrible. I would fight them because like it say? was well made. And I know you're saying like the dialogue was sappy, but mm-hmm. I felt like the actors pulled it off and it yeah. felt very genuine. Um, so I will fight whoever says this is terrible. <laughs> like when Deck the Hallmark gets their little meat hooks, in, <laughs> I will go fight them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I found myself, I don't know, the, like the cinephile in me uh, was like, uh, I don't know, was like, wow, this is so corny. But, and they just, they're just throwing out cliches right and left. But the Hallmark fan in me was like, I really like it. <laughs> and I was like, am I, I was actually kind of nervous to do this podcast. And I'm like, can I adequately explain why I liked it? So that's why I'm really glad that you both liked it too, because I just liked it. But I, I don't know if I can explain it. It feels kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's the right word, but it just feels kind of timeless. Like you said, it's not yeah. trying to be modern. It's, it's not awesome. trying to prove a point really. It's like, it's sweet. They go to a town. There are no references that are, you know, of this year necessarily. And he, Sean Ferris held down the cheesiness. And then Eloise was like, no, here's the realness, you know? And so I think it was a good balance because Sean Ferris had all his like, he had cheesy one-liners, which I love. Where it's like, oh, I'm happy in my present company, you know? And you go, oh, okay. And he like puts down his sister to say that she looks good in the dress and his sister didn't, you know, it was cheesy and it was funny for him. But then he still had to be serious. He had to make decisions and everything. But she was very believable. I, I bought her as, yeah. as a vet. And she just, it got me. I mean, I did not expect to actually want to rewatch this movie. But I was like, no, this is very good. It's super sweet. But it's not like, there are some that are sweet. And you go, oh my gosh, it's just hard to take. You know, yeah. like, it's not hard to take. It was genuine and it was good. It was a good and I'm just saying, I think that all the emotional moments were earned. I think all the stuff that was sentimental felt very genuine coming from the actors. And I bought it. Exactly. And you, the, the dilemmas that they were facing, oh, like she didn't, she wasn't comfortable in civilian life yet. Yep. Get it. Uh, he wanted to move because he wanted big city life. Yep. Get it. You know, but it wasn't overdone. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, my heart is so torn. And I'm like, yeah, like you said, it, they were earned. They were, there was a buildup. It wasn't just like slam you with tears immediately. Although I kind of did start crying immediately. But like, what are you going to do? That dog was so cute. Justice was so cute. <laughs> How are you not going to cry when he comes over? She's like trying to help her and stuff. It was just, I loved it personally. That I don't think it was bad. was so cute. So I, cute. Oh, it was adorable. Both dogs were so cute. Oh my gosh. Don't even know. So friendly and so cute. You know, they didn't, uh, they, they didn't make her like full out PTSD kind of story. Uh, you know, she's just missing her dog and, you know, kind of struggling a little bit, but it it was pretty even keeled. I think she finds out, yeah, that it's going to take three weeks for her car to get repaired. And I felt like they were just like sort of rambling off random car parts. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That accident crossed the like I, I like to think that the person who wrote this was just like, okay, uh, open a manual. What are parts that go wrong in a car? I'll pick yeah, some. I'm sorry about that. Oh, also, your transmission were... is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and they were very clever about how they clearly that car was perfectly good, but they the way they kind of staged it was very good. <laughs> it worked really well. Uh, this is actually written and directed by the same man, Mark Jean, his name. So way to go. Good job. That the hallmark version of a man cave. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like decorated with like I don't know. It just made it's like the most Hallmark Christmas movie man cave that you can imagine. I thought that was just funny. Also, just for the record, I know he was like my man cave, but let's be real, it was a detached home office. Like <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even a TV in there, I don't think. <laughs> 
Yeah. It was like where if he needed to counsel with attorneys, but he didn't want to go, he'd be like, you can come here to my home office. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I was wondering about the Santa suit. Like, that's <laughs> and uh, his uh, sister comes over to give her address so she can go to church. And I think that whole, like, her going to church uh, was really sweet and really handled well. They don't tend to do have you know faith uh as a big message anymore like there was a uh, christmas and angel falls there's a few mm-hmm. that do uh science delivered they do uh but this was this was nice it wasn't definitely wasn't heavy-handed yeah i mean it wasn't faith as a message it was faith as a way of life yeah community a, a way of community yeah. um i do want to say though um I was never more excited than when her sis- when his sister showed up with just a bunch of wrap dresses. Because if you're trying to find dresses for someone who you don't really know their size, a wrap dress is a brilliant way to go. Yeah, yeah that's true. Good point. Exactly. Yeah. And that Sean Ferris, he looks good in, the, in a suit and tie. <laughs> Sean Ferris. Aye, aye, aye. Be in more Hallmark movies, Sean. He's good in anything, honestly. Yeah. Uh, His mom warned him that everyone was, like, interested in her and kind of on her case. was like, (laughs) you need to go help her. Because his mom just, like, don't don't throw her to the wolves. That's not fair. Yeah, she says, don't look now, dear, but I think your friend might need some rescuing. We found out she's single, a vet, and staying at your guest house. It's a perfect storm. (laughs) That was really funny. That was really good. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. And, uh, I like, she says kind of with a cute little thing. She says, are you aware of the deep concern in this parish of your marital status? That was really cute. I thought too. And you see a couple of scenes of her looking at her dog on um, pictures of her dog and, and I don't know, it just worked. It felt really sweet. And, uh, and then uh, she gets pulled over by his cop friend, which was uh, which was funny. And then she meets another veteran there. That was really cool. And I don't know. She just got happier and was glowing like more and more. She was there, and I was like, I want to go to this town. And I feel, this would be great. I would feel so good about my life. It was the happiest, nicest, most caring town in the universe. Uh, I loved everything about that town. Yeah, it, I, I agree. It was so cute. And, uh, I, and yeah, I really liked Joe in the, in the, in the, uh, in the judge's robes. And then later on, he was wearing this like tweed jacket. I was like, okay you're talking about the tweed jacket you're insane his like overcoat jacket the tan one yeah was incredible get out of here robe and tweed jacket (laughs) i really like the tweed jacket it reminded me of i don't know like that that sort of hot professor everybody likes (laughs) georgia what was the best jacket uh I don't want Rachel to be sad, but that coat, man. Yeah. That coat, man. That coat, no, it was just so, like, dapper, you know? The coat was really great, too. He looked so polished. Yeah. He did everything. That's a good word. Yes, very polished. Yeah. Um, going to this carnival or whatever, and they go on the carousel, and he says, I think I'm the only one who's going to be dizzy, or maybe just the company. That was so oh. cute. I was like, yeah, but I was like, um, yeah, you are going to get dizzy because you're looking into the carousel. That is a rookie move, bro. <laughs> I thought that too. But then we had a near kiss because of some random sound on, this car- on the uh, carousel. I was like, oh, Jesus. Bet they don't make Santas like that in Cincinnati. Or his sister or somebody said that. And that was cute. Because she's thinking of going to Cincinnati. But then she gets an offer from the police guy, the officer, to stay. Uh, if uh, and run the search and rescue unit, and so she she's getting more and more attached to Joe. Finds out that he's considering going to Chicago, and and she thinks that he's also interested in this ex girlfriend of his. Did the uncle lied about the car because that was so funny when he was like, "No, you have to after Christmas," and then the uncle does after Christmas. So funny with his hand. Oh, yeah, that was really funny. You're like, the judge is telling them to lie. This is weird. <laughs> but 
it's different if you're lying it. for a surprise. It really is. Yeah. But you didn't know that there was, that's what was so great about it. They weren't like, oh, hey, here it is. You know, they gave if the you audience. didn't know that was what was happening, you're a crazy well, person. Because I got so caught up in the rest of the story. Legitimately, I like to stay in the moment with the movies. And so yeah. I was like, oh, no, like what's happening with the car? And then the ex-fiance, what is this? And by the end of it, I literally gasped. So I'll say I really liked the way that when she's overhearing that conversation, you see the camera just like zoom up on her. It's like a slow zoom. It was yeah. really effective. And she really looked like she was upset. She did a very yeah. good job. Well, and because all she heard was, I love you so much. And she didn't hear the for doing this. Yeah, we're getting this dog. Because <laughs> her brain turned off. Yeah. And we had seen early that the ex girlfriend was Mrs. Show show off uh, in the skating. So she was that was so that was my favorite thing because she was like, Joe, can I borrow you for a skate? So she takes him and then all the next thing we see is her just like doing flips and spins by herself. I'm like, that's not you skate with someone. <laughs> yeah. It was, was it not like the most hallmark way for her to leave him? She ran off with the city's prosecutor. And it's like, oh, she was like engaged to the judge, but she ran off with the prosecutor. I'm like, is there nobody else available in this town? Really not. We're all just in so like the court funny. system. It's hilarious. <laughs> Decides to leave and she writes in this note and she, uh, she runs into the officer uh and well she well she goes to give him joe's car keys oh that's right that's right and uh and then he calls and says we gotta you know what are we gonna do oh no she's leaving and he goes on to the bus i am a little disappointed that he didn't say like stop her at all costs and that cooper didn't arrest her yes that's what i was just gonna say that would have been so funny if she i don't know come up with some convoluted reason to like that would have been really funny that would have been horrible it would have been funny that would have been so traumatic for her no party and there he is i love it i love those scenes just like the crowd parts way and it was ridiculous i'm sorry it was was 1.5 grounds for me because of that because you don't part like that unless someone's going to propose i thought i was worried was going to happen i I was like he's not for 10 seconds he can't propose and so that's what you're thinking right it was great i loved it i was all about it it was really it was weird rachel I thought this movie was so sappy that I was fine. It just go all the way and have the crowds part when the lovers meet again. Like that probably getting her dog back is like, especially at that time. But even, even if they- I'm not saying that I wanted him to propose. I'm just saying I didn't want the crowd to part like that. But the Um, fact that they hadn't, they had lost focus on, like they weren't focused on the dog coming back for the last like hour of the movie. That wasn't the thing. And so you kind of, you don't forget but that's not where you think it's going. And then, I mean, obviously you do, but you don't, you're not actively thinking it necessarily. And then for it to happen, that's all she wanted. That was the bigger deal. They, didn't, they just didn't have to part like that. They could have been like, oh, Joe's over there and pointed. Like no, nobody, they I didn't disagree. have to part like the Red Sea and Moses was letting them see Joe. Like, Why would no. they have- I think that totally fit this style of movie for sure, for me. It's the weirdest and I don't like it. No, I don't care. Don't We're going to fight about it for the rest of our lives. Everything is very dramatic on this podcast, Amber. <laughs> for the rest of our lives? I mean, really? Um. So, yeah. And then she sees the dog and oh my gosh, oh, the big yeah. bow on it. Oh, it was great. And that's why he loved his ex-fiance was because she got the dog back and it all made sense and everyone cries because it was so great. And oh. yeah, and then she could say, Christmas is here. That was, <laughs> yes, it was great. It was first one, Amber. I gave it 4.6 crowns. Whoa. Yeah. Look at you. Great. Uh, Georgia? It's winning Christmas so far. Just saying. Hmm. Good. Uh, Georgia, what would you give it? I have no reason not to give it five, honestly. I have no reason. There was nothing about it that I think they should have changed. I might just have to give it all of the crowns because I loved it. There was like nothing about it that was wrong. I loved it. Hmm. I feel like a grump because I did enjoy it, but I just thought the dialogue was very corny. But it helped because otherwise it was too serious and too heavy for a Hallmark Christmas movie, you know? They balanced it well. Plus, they pulled it off. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if Most you have, like, like, let's be perfectly honest, we haven't gotten to there yet, but in Christmas in Love, Brooke Diorce's dialogue was so over the top, but she pulled it off, so it felt very genuine and good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, what you want, Rachel? Don't listen to us. Yeah, Don't do sway you. Want. you. <laughs> oh, thank God, you see that. Um, I am going to give it a 3.5 uh, because, I don't know, there was just some stuff that I just thought, oh, wow, this is, I, I don't know. 3.5 is a good score. I'm giving it a 3.5. I did enjoy no, it, mad at you. but I didn't, I guess there was some things that were a little too corny, even for me, uh, but I still I- really enjoyed it. So, all right. Uh, then we had Christmas in Love. And this stars Brooke Diorce, who was Miss Christmas last year, and Daniel Lissing. Who that sounds like it's a title we gave her. It's not. That's the name of the movie. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> she probably could qualify. She'd be in the short list for sure. Uh, and uh, to be officially coronated as Miss Christmas. And then you had Daniel Lissing from One Calls the Heart in this. And it was, it was uh, written a, what does she call it? A um, uh, rewrite a rewrite from Nina Wyman, who we love. And so, yeah, the basic story behind this movie is you have a company that sells Christmas Kringles. And I found out that this is like a real company, O&H Danish Bakery. It's in Wisconsin. And they have many different kinds of Kringles. They've got Thanksgiving Kringles and uh, they have peppermint Kringles. And (laughs) there's a red velvet. Kringle and all different kinds. They're actually, they're different, at least from this place, different than they showed them in this movie. Because uh, I guess the traditional Kringle is like a, uh, it's like in a circle shape, uh, like a hoop, <laughs> not a, uh, I don't know, whatever they had in this. Wait, and, so it's like a wreath? Uh, yeah, it's like a wreath. Yeah. Day business delivery. So O&H, Danish Bakery, there you go. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, they have an eggnog kringle, cranberry kringle. It's pretty exciting. And so, I don't know if it was based on that, but that's the big kringle monopoly. They have a kringle monopoly. <laughs> so, so, anyway, so there's this uh, bakery that sells these kringles, but they're only selling Christmas kringles, unlike our friends at O&H Bakery. H Bakery. And uh, they, uh, and so the daughter of the head baker, uh, is uh, Brooke Giorce and she got like a English literature degree and then ended up back at the bakery but she is like Mrs. Queen of making wreaths and other crafting stuff she's super great at crafting and that's kind of what really excites her but she does love the bakery and she loves the Kringles and everything like that well Daniel Listing's character is the son of the CEO who's like the best man of business to ever exist uh, his dad, but they have kind of a weird relationship, a uh, strained relationship a little bit, but they sent, he sends him down to try to kind of get the spirit of this small town. And so he goes down there and of course he's just enamored with sweet uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke Giorce and her character. And uh, he even helps write a business plan, but he doesn't tell her who he is. He has a different last name. It's like undercover boss. And, uh, and of course that leads to conflict later on and yeah, you know, that that's basically the story we all know. That. So I don't know, overall, Amber, what did you think of this movie? I thought Brooke D'Orsay was delightful and that's it. Okay. Uh, and Georgia? Mm. Well... I think that Brooke Dorsey is, I mean, I have the crown up here on my Christmas tree because of Hallmark, but it's also because Brooke Dorsey is like the queen of Hallmark movies for me. I love her. So anything with her is going to be a winner to me, Uh which it was mainly because of her, because I just love her. So I'm with Amber. Brooke Dorsey is a delight. Yeah. She was really, really good in this. I actually liked the dialogue. So I guess Amber and I are going to fight about that, but <laughs> I thought the, uh, the, I thought they had, there was a sort of rapier wit to it. There was a little, I liked the banter between them. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed it. So I thought those were the two strengths of the movie. And I actually, 
I thought that for the most part, Daniel was saying, didn't really work for me as this like stern business guy, but I actually thought the moments where he was allowed to be kind of funny uh, and have sort of a pratfall or just be sort of laughing and more pleasant, I felt like he was strong in those moments to me. And it was a sweet little movie uh, overall. I liked it, had a nice message, and uh, it, definitely, it definitely leaned on a lot of tropes, but I don't care about that if I feel like it's executed well. And uh, yeah, overall I liked it. Uh, so let's stop talking about it. <laughs> so the, we get introduced, what did you think of her wreaths, Amber? Um, I, like, let's be honest, they were a little much for my taste, but uh -huh. she did them in a good job for what they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I liked her wreaths, some of them more than others. And you would definitely need a hefty door hang for those things, it's very, <laughs> Uh, and I don't know, what do you think, Georgia? I, I mean, I liked them. They definitely were large, but I think they, didn't they sort of joke about it? Or did they just talk about it? How big they were? Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if it's like bigger Christmas decorations, more Christmas spirit, it's fine with me. I thought they were pretty. I liked that they talked about making wreaths and they're like, oh, it's just something that's always there. Like, yeah, but there are people who make them. So, you know. Yeah, especially if you had a uh, a big door <laughs> like a classic lines of it's not personal it's business from your Dana listening character and uh and he gets there's a little bit of they're sort of critical of his shoes at the beginning that's kind of their meet cute i guess because <laughs> he's wearing really fancy shoes well this is the thing so he's wearing these fancy shoes and slips on the ice and falls down and then he's just sitting there on the ground and she opens her door and hits him in the face and he's like okay well whatever it's fine like well and he's like i blame you but like i guess it's not your fault but like it's literally not her fault that he's sitting on the ground like a freaking lunatic by <laughs> I, he wasn't on the ground that long. Like if I got, if I hit my head, you know, like falling on ice can be very painful. You can even lose, like get the knee. Yeah, but it's that. not her fault if she hits him with the door. Yeah. And he was like acting like, mm, I'm being a big person by saying it's not your fault, but we both know it is your fault. But like yeah. legitimately it was not her fault. Didn't she say that? She's like, oh, well, it's not my fault that you're down there. Remember? No, she would never. She's the no. There was some point where she was like, oh, well, then I guess it's, like, not really my fault. There was something, because it was like, it's your shoe's fault. I think she's something. like, oh, I guess your shoes are the culprit or something. But yeah, there was some, she didn't say, like, well, you're an idiot, you know. She, she should have. <laughs> Maybe she should have. That's not the point, necessarily. The point is just that I think she did acknowledge that it wasn't her fault. Because it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. So, yeah. Rachel firmly thinks it was her fault. Nothing no, is ever I just thought it was an accident. Like, it's nobody's fault. It's just an accident. Things happen. Yeah, but I felt like he was blaming her. It's kind of fun. Like, he was just, I don't know. I like I took that as sort of some physical comedy and some funny. Well, but, like, when he comes in and he's wearing his, like, hat and his jacket and he's like, okay, way to laugh at my expense. And she's like, no, look at everybody else. Look at him. This is just what you wear. Stop being so self-centered, you meanie. Honestly. She was I, I guess I didn't feel as strongly about that as you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little wooden and uh, not the best, but I thought that I thought that there were moments where he got a little comedy and it was a little bit cute. And so I definitely didn't hate him as much as you did. That's for sure. Uh, and so they there's this whole like carnival kind of going on. Uh, there's this craft fair kind of thing going on. It's just yeah. like a festival. Festival, yeah. And I love Carl a lot. <laughs> I would watch an entire movie that was Carl and Haley. Why I mean, did you? Carl... Go ahead. Why did you like them so much? Oh well, because Carl was the best. Carl was just like super supportive and super nice and a fireman and like helpful. He was the best. I mean, he was like he was the best in every scene except when he sat Nick down to have like a conversation about his intentions with Ellie, and I'm like, bruh, you're like she's an adult you're an adult he's an adult what if i love that i love he that he doesn't mind his own business no he was like i'm just telling you like she's the best so try not to mess with her unless you're like being for real i was i could have stood it if it had been like half of what it had been it it lasted too long and he cut him off and he was like oh hey no no 
just telling you, we've seen corporate guys in here before. And you go, Carl, like, you're overstepping a little bit. No way. Carl never oversteps. Carl Carl oversteps that one time. The one time. None times. He made zero impact on me. I didn't. I'm like, Carl, Carl, Carl. Oh, yeah, Carl. Uh, so Why? that's because you don't even pay attention to the side characters, Rachel. <gasps> I, I'm not a big side character person. They have to be pretty great for me to like Eden in a like. It's I bet Rachel is going to struggle to remember who Hal is. Is that her dad or somebody? <laughs> I have no idea. Hal is the amazing guy who works at the factory, who is one of the best Santas of all time because he's feisty. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a cute moment where he, like, takes off the beard, and he's like, what? What's going on? Like, that was cute. How but, was it in every scene? Yeah. Um, but I thought that, uh, I thought that the dialogue between the two of them was really pretty well done. I, I thought that it was uh, snappy and sweet and funny, and it gave uh, both of them, I don't know. I, I didn't think my main flaw with this movie is I didn't think they had very good chemistry. Yeah. But I thought that if you had two different actors that had chemistry, I would really like it because I thought the I thought the script was really pretty fun. And um yeah. uh, you know, the Christmas Kringles and the whole dynamic between uh his dad who uh, realizes that he could have been there for more for his son so he wants him to have this experience in this town to realize what really matters and that the people are what makes uh makes the you know makes things worth it it makes things matter and uh, and i thought that that was a nice fairly nuanced message it kind of uh you know reminded me of like alan thick and candace cambray in let it snow in the sense that like there's their uh, apparent child relationship that has conflict, but they still love each other and they work through it. And I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's trying to give his son a better experience and a better uh, life than he, he had. He's trying to break that cycle. Uh, kind of groan inducing at the end when she's like, how could you lie to me? And she won't even talk to him. It's like, come on, just sit down, talk to him. And, you know, and so he has to then go and make this announcement of what he's going to do. And it wasn't my favorite, but I don't know. I mean, I just, I think if you have Brooke Dorsey, it's like, it's such a, such a tragic event if it doesn't work out chemistry wise, because she works with so many people. I mean, I think coming off of Miss Christmas where she and Mark Lucas were like, like, I want them to get married, you know, <laughs> I just, I buy it and I love it so much because they're both snappy and they're both quick. Yeah. And you have her in there doing the, the part with the, uh, the ribbon, the zigzaggy ribbon. And she, <laughs> like, it cracked me up. It's the yeah, it was thing. so good. Even that was so good. It's so good. She just fires constantly. And you go, if there's someone who can't match her, you can't, if it doesn't work, then don't do that. Don't waste it because she's so spectacular to me. I just, I yeah, I, I do her. think there's some truth to what you're saying. I I, I thought that it was actually a, a pretty good script, but I do yeah. think that they didn't have. I think the parts that yeah. were good about the script were lines that, uh, in less capable hands, would have been terrible. Yeah. So all of the stuff that she did was great, and all the stuff that he did was not that great. And it's just tough because I'm like, I don't know if he would have been super great with someone else. But then we wouldn't have Brooke Dorsey, you know? Yeah. I liked the script. I liked her. I I thought that he actually should do more comedy and kind of hone those skills. Because yeah. I think that there are moments when he was sort of laughing and smiling. And it, I felt like that's when he kind of loosened up and wasn't so stiff. He liked it. And I would give it 3.3. Um, do I give it? Uh, I've been a little bit lower than... Uh, veterans let me think I am going to give it three point three point three crowns <laughs> and so Georgia what will you get it well I mean you have Burke Dorsey who's just like the queen of everything and you have the mom from motocross which is just everything her she's amazing her dad 
Bergdorf's dad was great at the end when he was like, uh, you need to leave and out of respect for your father, I'm not going to tell you what I think about you. Yeah, it was but amazing. I was like, get, get him, dad, get him. But there were, you know, things that didn't, uh, why, why did Daniel Wissing have to lock the door when she came to visit him? Did you notice that? No. He came in and he like, oh, I didn't know you were here. And he closes the door and locks it. And I'm like, weird. Because then when she goes to deliver his wreath, she just accidentally opens the door because it's not locked. And I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. So, like, Nick basically just kind of, <sighs> I would have been happier with, like, a family movie with Brooke Dorsey and her family, I think. But, um, you know, you have to have the love story in there. And it was, it was, I think the writing was really good. It was funny. I laughed for, like, the first hour. Mm-hmm. And it was cute and fun. And it was, it was well done. I just think that it was kind of a mismatch in the leads. So I'll give it an even four. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a Dorsey movie. I'm going to say it a (laughs) hundred times. It's going to get enough because of that. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a bit convoluted on how she ends up seeing that thing on the computer. But, yeah, I was fine with it. Uh, Amber, what what are you going to give it? I'm giving it a 2.9. Oh, right. Our Brooke Dorsey points. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, so, So I have... That's fine. So I have uh, the uh, veteran, I don't think I said a veteran's Christmas. I have a 27. Uh, I have it in between the two or two of the Royal Tea Garden movies. And then I have Christmas in Love at 30. We had some uh, from Twitter. We had some responses on the movies. So we had uh, Hallmark and Jess. Uh, he gives, this is Mark of Hallmark and Jess. He gives uh, Christmas in Love, number one, great. A Veteran's Christmas, good. It's Christmas Eve, boring. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Nadia Alvarado Barrios says she loved them all, but first, Christmas in Love, Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve, I can't talk. First, it's Christmas Eve, two, A Veteran's Christmas, and three, Christmas in Love. And then uh, Spencer Carter says, I wish Christmas in Love was shown on Hallmark movies and A Veteran's Christmas was on the main Hallmark channel. Instead, I miss seeing Degrassi's Miriam McDonald's new movie because I don't get Hallmark movies and mysteries. Uh, So it's too bad. uh, Who is it that loves that we've had on? Oh, it's Emma. She must have been excited because she loves Degrassi. Um, no, he says, no offense, Daniel Lissing and Brooke Dorsey, I prefer, uh, for others. So there you go. And then on Instagram, real quick, hard to decide about my favorite. I loved his Christmas Eve, ambivalent about Christmas in love, truly enjoyed a veteran's Christmas. I don't think I can put the first and third in opposition to each other. So there you go. And then, uh, the hall remark says it, she really loved it's Christmas Eve. Is very high in that. Um, let's see. Uh, Debs Finell says, uh, I haven't watched Christmas in Love yet, but I absolutely love the other two. Uh, Sean Ferris and Elise Mumford are always great together, and Tyler Hines should definitely be in more Hallmark movies. A Veteran's Christmas and Christmas Eve are the first two movies this season that I haven't deleted from the DVR. So that's like the biggest call. That If, if you keep it on the DVR, then you really loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, okay. Then we have, uh, Fave Lowe said, I loved both It's Christmas Eve and A Veteran's Christmas. I've always been a huge fan of Leanne Rhymes, and I'm happy to see she's in a Hallmark movie. I downloaded the soundtrack of the movie on Spotify, and I can't stop listening to the songs. I really enjoyed A Veteran's Christmas as usual. Uh, Sean Ferris is a hottie and loved his character. The movie had the similar vibe as Uncommon Grace. Elise Mumford's character was also named Grace. The dogs, Justice and Christmas, in love. So there you go. That's some of the thoughts on social media. So now, was she saying that she thinks Justice and Christmas are falling in love and they're going to have little puppies? Well, she said Justice and Christmas dot 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 in love. So I think she's in love with the dogs. But, <laughs> but yeah. Georgia would watch a sequel about puppies, right? Yeah completely i would oh. make the sequel about puppies and just it would be two hours of them just playing i'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> know your thoughts on social media or uh, uh in the comment section tell us how or you are on our website where you can leave a review of the episode the movies yes 
Yeah, we just got that up. It's very exciting. And uh, we also have our merch store up, which is very exciting. It's at tpublic uh, slash user slash hallmarkies. Put a link in the description. We've and had you a can lot also of find that through our website, hallmarkiespodcast.com. Yeah, for joining us. It's always so fun to get to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot tell you how excited I've been to be on here talking about Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Whatever we get to talk about, we're always happy to have Georgia on. And so how can people find you, Georgia? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Georgia Speech. Georgia like the state and speech the word. Great. And Amber, how can we find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter. And that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. I'd really appreciate you check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast on all forms of social media, Homeworkies Podcast, Homeworkies Pod, and uh, yeah, check out our website. And we just really appreciate all the support. Yeah, please check out our website. I worked so hard on it. <laughs> yes, really, she did. So check it out. And uh, we will be excited for another weekend of movies this weekend. Feedback, let us know what you think. And uh, we really appreciate it. So thanks and Merry Christmas. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.